Hello again, friends. I'm Alexa. And I'm Christy. And this is Pacific North Wicked. A true crime podcast about true crime <laughs> and other spooky shit in the Pacific Northwest. I'm a dumbass. It's fine. We'll leave it. We'll leave it. <laughs> And today we have a friend with us. Stephanie, say hi. Hi, I'm Stephanie. <laughs> She's our local professional on witchy shit, and eventually we'll do a witch episode because we're gonna make you. Yes, that'd be sick. Hi, Priestess Steph. Is hi, her Priestess name. Steph. <laughs> Fuck yeah. You need I'll to save your house. She's a gal. Exactly. She saved my house November 2022. I honestly probably could use her saging. <laughs> what year is it? <laughs> My house, uh, I'm sure we have ghosts, but I think more than that, we have demons. You have to. Your house is built like 19-something. So 1910. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. It's 110 years old. But the other thing is, is it was a farmhouse first. I'm like, there's probably like some abused farmhands just roaming around my house at night. I was going to get the slaughter chicken route, but yeah. <laughs> I'd be down with that. I I could... I think I'd like to see, like, a headless chicken ghost. What if it's, like, a Madame Lollery where there's, like, Oh, God. Slaves. Headless lady ghost. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. That's what I was thinking, though. It was, like, I'm, it's judging. Because there's a lot of weird rooms in your house. Yeah. Like, there's... There's a hobbit hole. The closets in that place just seem like they should be haunted. And if they're not, I am. Because who the fuck builds a closet like that? Why would you do that? I'm the only human in the whole city that could stand in that closet. I need to stage my house for, like, haunted swingers. <laughs> That's probably a good idea. There's, there, we started watching this show, um, I can't watch it because it's like a thousand commercials per episode. I can't remember what it's called, but it was, it's like a spinoff of the, what we do in the shadows, which is one of my favorite shows in the whole world right now. And, uh, it's like paranormal something. And there's an episode, they just, like, find different paranormal shit. Like, the first episode's, like, a werewolf or something. And then one episode, there's a ghost house. It's a ghost party. So they show up at this house, and it's a ghost party. They've been getting noise complaints at this house for, like, <laughs> 60 years. And they're like, nobody even lives here. And they show up, and there's, like, a party upstairs. And they're like, well, where'd you guys come from? And then it's a bunch of swinging ghosts. Nice. So it's exactly what you probably yeah, have in your house. Definitely yeah. what I have in my house. And then they all get. It's my ultimate goal to become a ghost. A <laughs> yeah, I feel like. That. I mean, not a swinging you? one. I would just be a regular. Like, just a regular. Who haunt my friends? Are you ghost. stereotyping ghost? No, I was doing an impression <laughs> of you last episode. Thank you. <laughs> You'll get that after you hear the last episode, which I haven't published yet. <laughs> Anyway. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you didn't even remember. I start, I was <laughs> editing it when I was at, in Hawaii, nice. and I started laughing so hard, and Tyson just stared at me, because I had my headphones, and he's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? And I'm like, you'll see, you'll see. <laughs> you got any other shit you want to get over before we begin? No. Okay, so today, <clears throat> I'm, it's my turn. I'm going to be covering the story of the Kim family. In December of 2006, Richard and Teresa Kim were a family living in Mount Spokane, Washington, with their 18-year-old son, Brian. They had another child named Jessica. I think she's older, because it's... I think she doesn't live with them, is what it sounds like. I have no idea how old she is, though. So, some age adult. Probably young, but adult. 
Um, so Richard, the dad, he worked at Apria Health Services as a respiratory specialist. And then Teresa taught math at Rogers High School, which I think is pretty close by where they live. Uh, Brian, the son, he reportedly sang in the school choir, and he played Magic the Gathering with friends. That's yeah. like pretty great. That's pretty cute. And his schoolmates and teachers said that he was a nice kid who liked to talk to people. He had a girlfriend, so he wasn't unpopular. And he had, like, you know, some friends. He was described as intelligent by his teachers, but he was also diagnosed with bipolar disorder, and he had become more and more violent with his parents. So they were getting absolutely to the end of the rope. Uh, they were exhausted from all the shit that he'd been doing for the last few years. And they told him that he had to move out by January 1st. So he's 18 years old. It's the middle of his senior year. And they're like, you got to get out. You're a real a-hole. Wow. January 1 in the middle of Spokane, though, is right, kind like, of a dick move, yeah, but also, right? mm-hmm. yes, I, it has to be. It has to be freezing. But, like, yeah. they gave him at least a couple weeks notice is what it sounds like. I couldn't find, like, when they said that. A couple weeks? Do you know what it takes? I don't know. I don't. It might have been more than a couple weeks. His Are sister reported them having said that, but I don't know how long it actually was. I will say the housing market, Spokane, 2006, yeah. prime, though, he could have found, like, a $300 apartment. Probably. Really? Yeah. Okay. But also, also, there was a, I found a Reddit posting from a kid who actually knew him, and mm. he was like, I, my parents actually said that we were going to be able to let him move in with us right before the event occurred. Mm-hmm. Which is like, that can't be, like, you don't just kill somebody over not letting me live with you. <laughs> you know what I mean? But like, you know, People have killed for less. Maybe it might have prevented it from happening. Who knows? Uh, How did, did you just <laughs> open TikTok? It was already open. open. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Excuse me, bitch. I did not know they were recording. I did. I didn't think it was open. Oops. <laughs> Strike one. <laughs> You're out. We're getting invited back. <laughs> and we have to have a witch specialist. That's true. We have ex- the only time. We have an exorcist special. I know. That was actually a ghost that wasn't TikTok. That, yes, there you go. My mm-hmm. house is haunted. Or a ghost opened TikTok. Oh, we talked about haunted houses. We didn't talk about how mine had a church or a cult in the downstairs. Oh, yeah. Dude. Oh, yeah. The downstairs is for sure haunted. Yeah. There was absolutely a cult down there. Yeah, I did, but there's no fucking way to explain that layout. No. Your downstairs is probably weirder than my upstairs. Hands down. Yeah. I have a fucking stage. <laughs> yeah, you do. But it's a good space for a bar. That's similar. its goal in life. Yeah. Anyways. Anyways. So Brian's friends are going to be the home. Brian's friend is like. Live with them. Like a day before saying. He was like a day away from being like, hey, Brian, you can live with us. So in 2002, for, this is an example of like how he was <clears throat> violent before they were like, you got to get the fuck out. At 14? Yes. 2002. July 2002, he locked himself in the bathroom. Sounds like he barricaded himself for more than four hours and he refused to leave. It's not clear what led up to this, but, like, not a good place to be at that age. So he continued to refuse to leave when officers arrived after the police was called. And then his mom gave them permission to break down the door. So they did that. And What was he doing with that? Right, that's what I want to know. I'm like, how big was was his bathroom? I have no idea. (laughs) Four toilets. Four toilets big. I mean, he's a 14-year-old boy. Maybe he was busy. I mean, four hours? Well, if mom's made it on the damn door. (laughs) 
I'm sorry. I, I would I would say that if my kid had locked himself, I mean, maybe the conditions were different. There's probably more to it than we know. Right. But if my kid locked himself in the bathroom for that long, I'm taking the fucking door off myself. Yeah. Yeah. I don't need the police to do it. No. I have a screwdriver. No, exactly. So but maybe he was doing room. some other shit. Who knows? I don't know. So the, he once the police got in, he fought with officers. So that's a good sign that he probably was uh, already kind of an absolute prick. Fought with officers. They had to pepper spray him before they could handcuff him because he just would not stop. That sucks. Close quarters pepper spray. I know. They probably all got fucked inside. Yeah. Not just close quarters, but indoors. Yeah. Ouch. Owie. Burn. I want everyone. Uh, so later that year, he took a golf club and tried to whack his dad in the head mm-hmm. or in the body. Uh, he missed, hit the wall, it bounced off and hit mom in the head. Jesus. So great kid. Great kid. 2005, one year later, he locked his mom out of the house on a second-story balcony after she found out that he was lying about his summer school grades, and she scolded him. And he was like, get the fuck out. Or maybe she walked out there and he locked her out. She couldn't get down because she's on the second story. There's no ladder, and you don't want to break an ankle. He left her out there for an hour and a half. And she was, like, pleading with him to let her in. And he's like, are you going to be nice to me now? And she was like... I'm what? surprised they gave him until 18. Honestly, yeah. that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, the fact that they were, like, middle of the year, it was probably, like, yeah. he's gotten worse and worse and done. And now he's 18, so we can make him get out. Mm-hmm. So, she he ended up eventually letting her in after his dad called the cops. And then he was like, she's dumb. She should have been able to get her, find out how to get down. Well, she's not a fucking Superman. She can't fly. No Just- helicopter out there. Spider-Man her way down the... Oh, I would be so livid. I'm breaking the railing and breaking right. the door down. <laughs> yes. I If it's a glass door, I'm breaking that in. Yeah. There's but I guess, like, if maybe she didn't have anything else out there. I'm sure. But, like, what was she doing out on the back when the not? Get out something out there, right? Chair. I got a chair. A dead Christmas tree? Listen, I can't even step out on mine, and there's a chair. <laughs> Can you sit on it? Dead Christmas tree? Is it dangerous? It's up against the house. It should be fine. Okay. It's just sure. if you go out... You get, you you gotta like, get that fixed. It's supposed to get fixed. <laughs> when? They tell me by the end of summer. It's Who's free. they? My uncle. He's okay. doing it for free. Awesome. Got it. That's fine. Just want to make sure that there was free time. There was a day. Yeah. Not the ghosts then. No. The cult ghosts weren't like, oh, we got you. They probably. This is a part of our mission. They probably <laughs> fucked it up because they wanted friends. <laughs> that makes sense, actually. More ghosts, please. Come join our cult of ghosts downstairs. Yeah. I forgot how to say the word cult for a second. <laughs> I forgot how to say the word horizon. What? Listen to this. I was dispatching in fall, and the street, the cross street, was had the word horizon in it. Mm-hmm. And so I go through and I say it properly the first time, and I say horizon. Do it the second time. Say the first street, and then I literally had a stroke and forgot how to pronounce horizon. So I said blah and and. And then just skipped it, went over. It was like, how do you pronounce that street? And Beth's like, Horizon? Yeah, Beth's like, what do you mean? I was like, it looks like Horizon, and I know it's not it. What? Yeah. Beth, Are you okay? No. <laughs> Beth laughed really hard. I mean, you have a history of I wonderful mean, of people, mispronunciations. Doesn't Beth say Monroe? Isn't she one of those people? Probably. Yeah. She she says a lot of things wrong, but Breast Broadway will never. Yeah, there's nothing like Breast Broadway. 
They're just kidding. Anyways. Uh, so, now we're back in 2006. He's 18. Yes. So in 2000... Unless you lied. <laughs> no, I'm thinking. Okay, yeah, yeah, okay. 2006, he's 18. He picks up his girlfriend on December 6th, and he drives her to school, saying that he had argued with his parents the night prior over some internet usage, that they left the house to take a walk, and they didn't come home. Mm, Weird. No. As they drive to school, he stopped on the way to withdraw 1000 I almost said 100 because that's a more reasonable number. He withdrew $1,000 in cash from the bank. On the way to school. Hmm. What are you doing with $1,000 cash on your way to fucking school? But whose account? Great question. Yeah. How does he know mom's it's pin his number? Dad's. It's probably like his date of birth or some shit. That's what my parents kids don't do. know my pin number. I know my mom's. My, I knew my parents. I haven't talked to her. <laughs> yeah, I knew my parents. That's just weird. No, well, because like if mom was busy with doing I something. I had to do my parents' finances sometimes. Uh, yeah, like if, um, like if mom's like... Oh, fuck, I forgot something. Yeah. Just in case I'm not back Well, in that's when he's run his credit. I don't know how to... I didn't know how to do that shit until, yeah. like, three years ago. Also, like, we used to go to Winco. You can't... You couldn't do that before. That's true. Good point. Yeah. So, my mom would be like, go into the store and go get this stuff. And she gave me a card. But also, she, she had surgery on her shoulder. So, like, I literally did all of the finances for, like, three years... Or, like, two years. Because of that. I feel like there's a lot more to unpack. I just feel like if if your kid is like throwing golf balls at your head and locking you on the patio, not even a ball, clubs, balls, they're all the same in my world. But if they're outside, (laughs) like this is not balls that go hand in hand. Yeah, I would not trust this person with my pin number. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's a good point. Going on. Okay, Steph's a mom. Steph knows. But maybe it's like their door code or something. Well, it was 2006. They, Two, they don't have code. a door code. Yeah, not in 2006. They barely had to have a carbs in 2006. Carbs? Carbs. <laughs> carbs or cards. <laughs> I could use some more carbs, actually, now that you mentioned it. Can I get another sandwich? Do <laughs> you want a slider? No, I'm good. <laughs> okay. I'll wait. Uh, yeah, so he, it was his dad's. Uh, so, additionally that morning, guess who sh- didn't show up to work? Just wild guess. Dad. Dad. And mom. mom. Weird. Uh, well, so you just told me they went on a walk and never came I know. Out. I lied. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> of course they're not coming to work. So, Teresa and his co-worker, Cal, went to the Kim's residence. Wait, what's the name? Cal. 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 C-A-L. Thank you. Like I California. Said C-O-W and I said Cal. <laughs> yeah. I really tried to enunciate the L also. Sorry. Cal. Well, I slur all my words. Cal. Say Cal. <laughs> That's not a word. You didn't say it. Cow. You are saying cow. <laughs> Does your tongue work? Yeah, it needs to hit the tip of your tongue. What do you? The cheek. The t- cow. 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 That was better. Cow. Yeah, we yes. got it. Do we need to put you in speech therapy? I think we might. No. <laughs> do you have a speech impediment? I told you. My parents thought that I slurred my words a lot when I was little. And I sounded drunk a lot. They thought that that was suspicious. But they didn't do anything about it. (laughs) Really? Yeah. I don't remember that story. You probably have told me. But I also have brain problems. Now Now you're a communications specialist. (laughs) Now I have (laughs) natural fit. Speech issues I'm realizing later in life. But I'm rolling with it. Yeah, you might as well. Instead of saying breath... Are you saying breast? (laughs) Breast? (laughs) Difficulty speaking between breath? (laughs) Breast? I would say breast. (laughs) 
<laughs> so you, yeah, I'm still, I'm only so, hearing breast. So if you ever hear me and I say breath, right? Your T is so soft. It's because I can't say it plural without saying breast to somebody. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I can see that for sure. I, I mean, I, I can hear it rather. I'm just thinking about breath. speaking between breaths. Breasts. <laughs> speaking between breasts. I had. Somebody, I would also have a hard time had, speaking between breasts. It took me <laughs> three times. It's hard so someone to talk when you're motorboating. Someone say what? And then I would. Oh, I hear myself. <laughs> no, I hear it. I'm saying breast. Sorry. <laughs> <clears throat> so anyway, cow. 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 Thank oh. you. He went to the Kim's residence. He got there and he's like, something's off here. So he uses his on-star device to call 911 because by quickly glancing, glancing inside the residence, he sees blood. Oh no. Oh what? Are you shocked? I'm shocked. I am. I'm very shocked. He didn't know the address, but in 2006, apparently on-star was already great. Wow. This is not an advertisement. I've never used on-star. I've never had it. <laughs> We've already used car with one in it, but still didn't use it. Uh, so OnStar was like, all right, it's fine. We got your GPS. So they gave it to the, I guess, 911 dispatchers. They sent them. By this time, the news of the Kim's absence at work had already spread. So their daughter, Jessica, also made a call to authorities offering whatever help she could provide. Obviously, it was already too late for that. So she did not help. That's so sad. Yeah. It took the Spokane County Sheriff's Office a very short time to find the bodies of Richard Kim and Teresa Kim in a bucket of a small tractor. Uh, at an outbuilding on the property right near the house. What the fuck? Yeah. In a bucket? Like, the bucket like of, a, a, of a tractor. So like, yeah, like a back of oh, scoop. Like a, yeah. yeah. Gotcha. Now I need to know. Doing this motion, does that help? <laughs> yes. Yeah. No one really can see it, but you know. Oh, obviously, a bucket yeah. of a tractor. Down here? Is it raised? I assume it was down here to pick him up and then raised him up. What to did, hide him why did, why, why, I just, my my question is, is like, if you go through all the hard work of putting your parents' bodies into the bucket of a tractor, why didn't you just bury them? Just wait. Oh, shit, with the backhoe. He he didn't bury them yet. I think he was planning to. That's my guess. Bulldozer? Backhoe, you can scoop with the other one. So it could have, you could have had them. Yeah, Yeah, like this is a one and done sort of deal. Right. It was, yeah, so he, and he did use it to move them. Like he didn't just like go throw them up in there. He like used that back, the. He scooped them with it. Yeah, he probably did. Okay. Okay. He either like put them in it when it was lowered and then lifted it up or he like scooped them into it. This is getting way fucked up. It's disgusting. And then obviously there was still like a bunch of pools of blood all over the house, uh, mostly in the entryway. And then also in the garage. So, Richard was found with stab wounds to his neck and arms, the total of five blows, and the entryway was determined to be where he was killed at. So, that's likely, that's where, sorry, that's where his blood was, so that was where they determined his, Mm -hmm. um, he was killed. And they estimated it to have to happen at 5.30 p.m. on December 5th. So, it's December 6th now when they find him, so just the next day. And then Teresa was estimated to have been killed about two hours later in the garage, so like 7.30 p.m., which they said was like when she was coming home, but I'm like, she's a teacher. Why is she coming home at 7.30? Okay, teacher conferences, so... Oh, maybe. Oh, that's a good point. 
end of yes, December. Be, you're about yeah. to go into it. Actually, it easily could be. That makes sense. Look at my fucking brain. Genius. <laughs> I know school stuff. <laughs> I almost was a teacher, damn it. <laughs> you're married, one. I am. I forgot what happens in December. Listen, my years aren't the same, okay? <laughs> we were talking about this the other day. I'm like, it's weird because, like, most people's year starts in December, but I still count my years starting in September because of Tyson. <laughs> sure. <laughs> like, I don't know. When do I work? Mm-hmm. All year. Doesn't matter. Um, hers is honestly more traumatic to me. She had blunt force trauma to her head, and she was strangled by two zip ties sorted together. Wow. Which, like, that is the part that the zip ties is what gets me, because it's like, with, like, rope, there's, like, some chance you can get that shit off. You zip tie strangle somebody, that person has no chance. I want to know, did he have the zip ties ready, or was it just, I don't like, know. an opportunity? He That's must have. If he zip tied them together. I mean, two hours has passed at this point, right. so this murder is premeditated. You're getting ready The for first it. one, maybe not premeditated. Right. second one, absolutely, it has to be. Right. So, it, yeah, gross. So the uh, detectives had to investigate for about four days at the house. They found two shop vacs used to attempt to vacuum up the blood. Which, so, like, shop vacs are great, but that's not those are like their purpose. What, eight gallons? I mean... You can get different sizes. We had a 15-gallon one at one point. Sure. But regardless, like... It's a lot of blood. Also, like... Where are you dumping it? That's... Yes, where are you dumping it? That shot back now, are you going to burn it? What's your plan yeah. on that? Well, he's 18. He's an idiot. Yeah. I would put a bunch of bleach water in a bathtub and then suck the bathwater up into the shot. What the fuck is wrong with you? The fact that you are like, I have, hold on, I have this. Let me think this through. I got a plan. This is how I would hold do on. it. I got you. He's not that smart. He wouldn't have thought of that. Now, here's the thing. I think we all think I'm about, like, proud. it's really about problem-solving other people's stupidity. That's true, yeah. Honestly, like, I think about that all the time. Like, well, that's stupid. You could have just done it this way, but yeah, criminals are done. Anyways, I'm not condoning. That's why they commit the crimes. Brian's actions are atrocious. Clearly. And I can't imagine... But he doesn't know how to clean is the problem. That's the real atrocity. Mom never taught him how to clean. When was she probably tried. She's getting the shit yeah. out of her face. She's own like, son. help me wash these dishes. He's like, do you see this golf club, bitch? So, just like, just kidding. Just go, go play just magic. go in the other room. I, I just don't want to deal with you. The fear. That's what makes me sad. I know. That's, that's the thing with the zip ties is what gets me. Like, I just can't even. Cause yeah, you're right. And There's the way no... that I just picture like the constriction of it yeah. on like against your skin. I get uncomfortable when you put a zip tie around, like, my wrist or something. Just, like, I bet you he, like, zip tied it into himself and then, like, zipped it. <laughs> and so even if he let go, she was still... Right. That's oh, the thing. Oh. You're, he doesn't have to do anything more to, like, and kill her. That's minutes. That's it. That's minutes yeah, huh? of watching her. Yes. <laughs> that's sad. That's... Yeah. All right. Yeah. So okay, anyway. Tell me more. Let's get so this So we got the shot back. And then there was also a bucket... Next to some bottles of cleaning supplies. Supplies. Shit, I'm turning to Alexa. I also can't enunciate now. I didn't even notice there was a problem. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what L sounds like. <laughs> I was like, yeah. <laughs> Zero surprise. The investigators also took a li- the lint trap from the dryer because they thought that he probably used the... He probably washed and dried his clothes. 
I didn't find anything else about whether they actually found anything in that, but they did also find a bloody button with a fingerprint on it in the garage, which makes sense if he did strip down and throw his clothes into a washer. Mm. But, like, criminals, am I right? Yeah. Never check for a button. (laughs) So, what I have gathered from this is that he killed his parents at uh, 5.30 and 7.30 p.m. about, right? Mm -hmm. And then he... Made slight effort to clean up. Shop vac, bucket, cleaning supplies, parents in the heavy machinery out back. So it's 7.30 p.m. when he's done with the deed about, right? He, has he all probably goes to like midnight. Let's be real. Yeah, probably. Yeah, cleaning is going to take right. a minute. But he didn't finish cleaning up. There were still mm-hmm. pools everywhere. So he did a shit job of cleaning. And then he wakes up in the morning and is like, I'm just going to go to school. Better go to school. What? You... Also... I understand, like, the idea of if I don't show up to school, it's more suspicious. But also, like, you made a shit-ass job attempt to clean this stuff up. What's the noise ordinance in this place? Because if you're operating heavy machinery later at night... But I'm also thinking, if you live in an area where you have heavy machinery, there's no noise ordinance. Alright, valid. That's what I was Probably that. It sounds like, I mean, you'd have a big enough lot that even if you did it... No, so... Probably not super loud next to, at the neighbor's house or whatever. This kid could have gotten away with it. Not a fucking chance. <laughs> I mean, if he wasn't an absolute idiot, maybe. But he also probably wouldn't have been doing this shit if he wasn't. If he wasn't an absolute idiot. Yeah. So, they brought charges against him for two counts of first degree ag- aggravated murder and second degree theft for the $1,000 taken from his dad's account and possession of stolen property for having the bank card in his possession. So he's got to be eligible for death penalty. He doesn't get it. But he's eligible. <clears throat> I don't know. the whole I'm probably right now. Probably. But uh, detectives who took him into custody said that he was completely emotionless during his arrest uh, and during the execution of his warrant. And then during his arrest, he was reported to have said, without any sort of prompting, go on with what you're going to do. Book me. I'm going to cry myself to sleep later. Let's get this going. Which is just the most teenager shit to say. Do you think he cried himself to sleep? I do not. Mm-mm. Or if he did, it was purely out of like I got pity. Yeah. yeah. I, yeah. But that also, like, the fact that he's saying that does, to me, like, admit some sort of fault, even though he pleads not guilty. Pleads not guilty to I mean, your lawyer's always going to tell you. And I, it it didn't say anything about not guilty with the exception of insanity. Hmm. But he does tell jail personnel that he suffers from bipolar disorder and depression and that he takes medications for both. So, like, maybe he's going to go that route. No, he just says not guilty, I guess. So about a year after the murder of Richard and Teresa Kim, on January 7th, 2008, he was when he pleaded not guilty to the charges. And at the end of the trial on January 24th, he was found shocking guilty. This whole time, he could have been, like, living it up in his little one-bedroom apartment. Right. January yeah. 24th, he could have had a whole yes. different life. Well, this you is know? a year later, too. It's not even... He could be 19. Right. Almost... He could be out of cigarettes. He could be in college. Yeah. He could have been maybe a trade. Like, he sucked at summer school one year, but the the teachers said he was, like, a smart enough kid. He probably could have gone to college. Yeah. If and he, he had was, a girlfriend. Yes. I wonder like, how he treated her. What is wrong with this fucking teenager? Have we ever heard from the girlfriend? No. Uh, yes. So, she, she was... 
I couldn't find whether she actually ended up uh, going up on the stand or not, but she was reported to maybe, and so was the sister. There's also talk about, like, the sister having to have, like, awkward conversations with him about settling their affairs, like, the parents' oh, affairs. Like the and, and, like, normally he wouldn't have been able to talk to her, but because of their parents are now dead, and he's still not guilty of it, so he has to, like, have all these awkward conversations. Wow. So he's, like, going to a civil court at the same time. It's, there's a lot. Like, that's a lot of shit to have to do. I never with. even thought of that. Right, because, mm-hmm. like, imagine being poor Jessica. Like, her parents are dead, and I have to go see... My asshole brother who fucking killed them and act like maybe he didn't kill them, even though I know he did because I know that he was told to move out and then all this shit went down and he's lying about what happened the night before. There's no signs of he's not guilty. You know, maybe she still loves him, so then she's struggling with that internal conflict. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that'd be so hard. Well, and like knowing that he does have bipolar disorder and depression, like that's a struggle too because it doesn't mean you're, you know, scot-free from your actions. Yeah, but also, it's a struggle. So you do kind of feel for him a little bit, but Jesus. I've had depression a lot myself, so, and I've never killed anybody. Bipolar disorder is different, but still. That's too much. Not an excuse. Anyway, that's all of it. Uh, he's in life. In, in prison for life. Without parole? I remember. I meant to write it down and I didn't. Which prison? Great question. Dunno. Where <laughs> can we go visit him? Uh, I will tell you though, I found almost all my information on Murderpedia, which was the best. I love that site. And I had a bunch of different articles on there. Let's see. Does it say? Ah. Life in prison without the possibility of parole. Yeah. Because yeah. he was death penalty eligible. And it said just for um, aggravated first degree murder for mm-hmm. two charges. So it didn't say anything about like, Is the that theft, the worst I'm of like, the worst? Who cares? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I feel like you could do worse than that, though. Uh, premeditated? Is that the same as aggravated? Yeah. It would fall <clears throat> under the same category because in Oregon, the state of Oregon now, the only way to get the death penalty is if you are charging. Um, found convicted with aggravated murder. Yeah, which is oh. the worst one. Okay. Yeah, which worst one. Even though you can fucking torture a child to death, and that's not considered the same. That's thing. gonna be a case because she's the only lady that was on. You told me. Yeah, that was on. Uh, I sorry, I pointed death at row. death and said, "You told me." <laughs> um, yeah, the only lady on death row. She was charged with first degree murder, but not aggravated murder. Right. So she became. She was on death row for years. Now she's not, and she's going to serve life. I, because the only way to get aggravated in organs, like if you're a serial killer, can kill a politician. And the thing that doesn't make sense to me is torturing someone for color. their entire lifetime is so much worse to me than if I just ripped out a knife right now and slit your throat. <laughs> to me, that excuse sorry. Me. <laughs> I'd love to use that one. I never do it on purpose. I never do it on purpose. It happens every time, though. Stab you in the arm. Thank you. I don't. Chest, or however, heart. but like, even if I was kill like, you. I'm going to kill you and mm-hmm. I'm going to do it this way, and then you set up your friend to come over with said weapon and then murder them, right. that's premeditation. Yes. But still less bad than torturing someone for the entirety of their life. Yeah, because that's premeditated to me too. Like, yes. you know what you're doing. You're doing yeah. it repeatedly every single day for 15 years. Annie Hester, hers is the same way. Like, yes. 
She got tortured for hours in mm-hmm. her apartment. People heard her die. Right. No one called it in. It had to be premeditated. She brought a knife. She knew that yes. the kid wasn't going to be home that weekend because they had it. The that's fuck? All yeah, that's all. Yeah. Doesn't make any sense. No. Has this kid ever talked about... He has pretty much been silent entirely. Because I'm like, I have so many questions for him. I know. So he had... So he then... If he, they got killed in the garage and killed in the entryway, mm-hmm. but they're found out back in a bucket. So my guess is that he killed mom in the garage and mm-hmm. he left her in there. Mm-hmm. And then he probably dragged or carried out dad to the garage. Mm-hmm. This is just my theory. I, there, I didn't find anything about it. But I would guess that he probably just drove around that thing, lifted him up, mm-hmm. tracked her. Mm-hmm. Scooped him in there. Scooped him. Because they're heading. Brought him out. To the outbuilding. Which is like a small outbuilding garage. Mm-hmm. He just left him there. I'm just, you have like, like I read Gone Girl, you know. Just leave. Just, school doesn't matter after school, you just fucking school killed your will parents. School will not care. School will not be sending a truancy officer to come check your house. Mm-mm. You don't. If your parents don't show up by the time cops are there, you'd be mm-hmm. like, "What? There's not an ounce of evidence anywhere." Also suspicious because if the coworkers at work are like, "Where's right Richard and Teresa?" And why does he need a thousand dollars? Yeah. I don't know. That's what that's the thing that baffles me the most. Because is you take out a thousand bucks, but you don't, don't go clean up this shit, and then you go to school. <laughs> kids, right? Like, what are you gonna do with a thousand dollars? But you're going to prison, sir. Because <laughs> okay, I'm gonna pull a Joe Kenda here. I can't quote it word for word, but he says that uh, juveniles are like the most dangerous because they don't understand the consequences. Yes. So that if they sense. ever say they're going to kill somebody, you take it at face value because they're more likely to do it because yeah. they right. don't comprehend. Yeah. So, but he's 18. He's not like the, a 14-year-old yeah, is just like Still no life experience. So I think guess. about it. Think about when you were like 10 or whatever and you're like, man, if I had $1,000, I would go to That's China and go in the to world. Greece. Yeah. yeah. I'd travel the world with that. And you're like, time, that wouldn't even get you a ticket. Yeah. <laughs> man, that's not even my weekend in Vegas. No. Yeah. Uh-uh. They, uh, they didn't cover our hotel trip no. last week. So, <laughs> all right, well, yeah. Anyway, kids are dumb. That's the moral of this story. <laughs> Child criminals, am I right? Yeah. Anyway, Dangerous. poor Kim family. And that's uh, the uh, murder of Brian and Teresa Kim. Thanks for listening. Poor guys. And thanks for being part of our wicked pack, you wicked bitches. I was going to say we hope you keep it real, but that's not us. <laughs> I did that last time. I know. I'm like, what is ours? It, I just listened to much more of this. Follow <laughs> us for more fascinating true crime and spooky shit in the Pacific Northwest. <laughs> I'm also here. <laughs> Goodbye. Are you? I Kind of. Not really. <laughs> the end. <laughs>